The sports editor is really grateful to have Mangaliso Mosheri with us today. As I think you've got, had an exciting career and there's still lots more to come from you, I believe. So thank you so much for your time on the show. Really, really appreciate it. Um, first question, my man, who introduced you to cricket? Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was quite a strange one. I grew up um, in, a, in a township that was in the East Rand, um, so that's where I'm from. And, um, you know, I always used to tag along with my brother playing football. And uh, myself and my uncle always used to watch cricket, but I actually never really knew what it was, you know. So we always used to watch, like, test cricket. And uh, they introduced uh, Baker's Mini Cricket then uh, at my primary school then, back in the day. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I wanted to try something different because, uh, I mean, playing soccer was just a thing growing up in a township. So when they uh, introduced something different, uh, I wanted to try it out. And uh, I've, I've obviously been uh, watching cricket growing up with my uncle. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just fell in love with the game from uh, the first time I played. No, excellent, excellent. Because you made your professional career with Easterns, you know, from, from then till now, has it sort of been quite a revelation for you to see, you know, where cricket's taken you and what it's done for you? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, I've been, I mean, grateful. Like, uh, I was saying to the guys, you know, like, I never thought I'll be like the third oldest guy in the team. And I'm only like 30 years old. Um, but yeah, it's been an absolute blessing, to be quite honest. <laughs> you know, it's been an absolute blessing, you know, to have played um, for almost 12 years. Uh, it's been an absolute blessing. It's been uh, full of ups and downs. Uh, mm. But uh, I mean, it's just been like a lot of uh, life lessons then as well in between. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm very grateful um, to have like, um, or to be doing what I love doing, you know, uh, waking up and, you know, having to spend time with my friends and being in the sun and uh, going to play games, you know. So, um, yeah, so I'm just really grateful for that. No, cricket's a fantastic sport. But you're probably playing, I think, what is, has to be the most important position in the field, a wicketkeeper. How did you decide to come across that? Or was it just a thing where you saw that and you thought, oh, there we go, that's, that's for me. I want to be a wicketkeeper. Yeah, yeah I think you, you're the only, you're one of the few guys that actually recognize that the position is quite important. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so so what happened was, I mean, I've, I've always had my jack colors, you know, so I always wanted to spend all around them. And um, I mean, just after I started playing, I got a, we got a bursary, me and a couple of my mates from uh, the East Rand to go to a school in Pumalanga where, I mean, we played there from 11 years old up until we finished um, primary school. Um, so I used to bowl and uh, the one game, <laughs> I bowled eight wides um, in a game. Uh, so at, at the time, you know, we always had like coaches uh, empire the game. So I got banned from bowling, <laughs> and uh, we <laughs> and uh, we, we never really had a, a wicket keeper. So we always used to take turns, you know. So you'll bowl and somebody will keep. So we always used to swap around. And um, I kept in a six-side game with like a six-side tournament. So I kept in that game. Um, and there was a, a great man, um, late uh, Soli Chote and Rusty Twala, which uh, they've passed on now. Um, so they suggested I should try keeping. And uh, yeah, I tried keeping and Rusty used to drill me every single practice, you know, so we did keeping every single practice and um, I loved it, you know, mm. um, and uh, <clears throat> like both of those guys, I'm grateful because I don't think I would have made it as an all-rounder, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm glad that they showed me, they showed me the light um, and uh, I started, yeah, I took on keeping and um, yeah, I love wicket keeping. No, that's excellent. Well, that's why crickets are brilliant because there's so much more to it, you know, what people think. It's, it's really, really good. Um, but you also got selected for SA and an team and I know that it could be a bit of a, a, a tough period for you there where you perhaps didn't get as much game time, you know, but how did that experience mold you as a cricketer? 
Um, it was really great. I mean, it's like a very strange story because uh, when I remember we went to a, a regional camp. Normally you go to a regional camp, then you go to a national camp, then they pick us in the 19 with Coke Week and all those things. And, um, you know, like funny story is that like I met Ray when I was 11 years old. Um, uh, we had like uh, one of the camps um, at Nigel, so we used to have cancer. So he came as a speaker. And uh, I mean, yeah, he was very intimidating, as he still is now. Um, so he called me out, out of the blue. I mean, he's never seen me play or anything. So um, he said, I must stand on top of the table. And he said, um, this guy will play for South Africa one day. You know? Sure. So I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So then, yeah, years went by when I was, and then I was about 16. So I went to that camp. And at the time, I mean, I wasn't really sure if I should really like focus on school. Like I just wasn't really enjoying cricket at the time. And um, so, and I was just sitting around and it was like, yeah, I'm going to stop being lazy, like go do something. So I put my pads on. Um, I didn't want, really want to keep at the time, okay? You know, I was pursuing leg spin. <laughs> um, so, so I put my pads on and actually for the first time in like my whole life, I got a leg side stamping of a seaman. Uh, and he was watching, you know, and uh, he was like, yeah, if you train, um, you will place in a 19. So I was like, there's no way, there's way better players than me here, you know. Um, so I trained with um, Uncle Soli, Soli Shorty at the time. So after school, like I'd um, take a train to Willamar Park uh, from the boarding house. Um, and then I trained with him now and then like once or twice a week. Uh, and then I had like a, a good Coke week uh, that year. Um, you know, I think I went the whole week without buys and I, I got like wow. 180 and 40 or something. So I had a really good, so I was like, okay, maybe I'll make like SA calls um, at, at least, you know, like nothing beyond that, you know. So uh, yeah, then I made SA calls uh, and then they announced the SL90 side and I was in the squad, you know, so sure. for a while, you know. Um, so what was good is that like obviously Ray did communicate with me, he said obviously I'll be there as a backup, he'll take me as an as as just to get experience. Uh, mm -hmm. I won't play as much, uh, but obviously I won't have like another World Cup, but uh, the following year uh, I will have my opportunities, which was 2009, you know. So um, yeah, the experience was unbelievable. Uh, I learned how to swim on that tour actually, you know, so <laughs> yeah, so it was, uh, yeah, it was a fantastic experience. Um, yeah, it was really good. Uh, one of my closest mates was my roommate there and uh, we're still friends till this day, you know, so it was, um, yeah, it was a fantastic uh, memories for me that I made uh, that, that, that year. That's exciting stuff, huh? Yeah, you see, cricket's brought the best out of you, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, but it's nice when, when someone does sort of, you know, put their arm around you and say, right, come, let's do this. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. You know, because obviously yeah. there's times when you want to achieve certain things, but it's just nice when someone gives you a bit of direction and helps you move along. No, it's mm -hmm. very, very good. Because in 2014, you represented SAA, and then in 2017, you made your debut for the Pro Tiers. You know, but in that time, let's say between 2014 and 2017, do you feel it's important to sort of stay true to yourself and your goals? Um, yeah, because I mean, like as I said, I had a, a, a fantastic year, uh, 2009 from mm. SR19 at the Academy. So in an ideal world, I thought I was going to play for South Africa when I was like 22. Uh, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, and obviously I played SAA, so I was sort of like in and out um, the system. I played SA Merging at the time as well. Um, and then I went to, to Amsterdam in 2015 and 2016, uh, where I met um, 
um, one of my, my pastors are actually fantastic, a South African guy, but they just started up the church. So I met up with him. And in 2016, he was like, I mean, what, what, uh, what is your dream? So there was like the theme um, for, the, for the month, you know, that we were talking about like just dreams and stuff. And so I was like, what is your dream? So I was like, yeah, well, when, when I was 15, I wanted to play for South Africa or whatever. And, but I was like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen, you know? And uh, he was like, no, man, let's just, uh, you know, trust God and pray about it and trust God mm-hmm. for that. Um, so yeah, we did, but I was like, yeah, I mean, what are the chances? And there's like way, <laughs> way better players uh, than me. And, you know, like I'm getting a little bit old. If they're going to invest in the wicket keeper, I look at someone who's quite young. Uh, Quinton was doing well. I mean, he's a fantastic mm-hmm. cricketer. So I was like, there's no way I mean, I'm going to, you know, make it out of that guy, you know? Um, but then, I mean, in 2016 was that. Then 2016, I was uh, played that uh, Springboks and Proteus game. Um, so sort of at the time, there was obviously like just like chats of like just being around the cars and being around the camp. And then uh, in Japan, I made my debut. You know? mm. So um, yeah, it was a, such, yeah, such a fantastic story, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. But if that's at this progress, you keep on moving up and up, which is very, very good. <laughs> yeah. But mm. I tell you, you must be delighted um, to get a, a Dolphins contract. Because I'd say that squad is quite hungry for success. Um, mm-hmm. You must be happy to be in that type of environment now. The Dolphins are looking quite quite set and you know ready to, to have a good season. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, when I when I moved to the Lions, I mean, I remember I, I spoke quite a bit with Lance during the time when I moved to the Lions. Uh, I really wanted to come to Durban. I've always liked Durban, to be quite honest. Um, but I think at the time when I was like still like 25, 26, so the easiest thing was like just to stay around home and work with Jeff, which I mean, he's been my coach since I started my professional career. Um, but I've always wanted to be in Durban, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, I sort of like lost uh, my contract in 20. 2018 uh, so I moved to Durban on a semi-pro to sort of like work my way up uh, but obviously I trained with the guys and I played with the guys uh, but uh, yeah to be part of um, what's been happening you know like how the guys have been training and I mean just to have like a great start like that and uh, just being around the team and just uh, you know like you you when when, when we always played against the Dolphins we we always thought that they, very, they were like very laid back and uh, if you put them under pressure, they'll crumble. But <clears throat> to see like the progress over the last uh, year and a bit and uh, where they were when we played against them and where they are now or where we are as a team now, it's uh, fantastic. You know, uh, there's like a lot of young guys um, mm-hmm. who've been, you know, playing good creative franchise levels, you know, um, and the squad is solid, you know, like I mean, I wouldn't want to be the Emmy and the selectors, you know, to pick the squad <laughs> every week, you know, because <laughs> there's, there's so many, so many good players, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's always great to be part of something uh, great, you know. So, yeah, I'm really excited for the season and it's been a, a great start for us. Absolutely. But now in the squad, who's the best go-kart rider? <laughs> yeah, all those guys are- all of those guys are dodgy. <laughs> did it, didn't you win or did, it, did SJ just beat you? <laughs> uh, no, he like crashed on me, like almost lost my leg. <laughs> but this was almost done before it even started. Uh, I think Cash, yeah, I think Cash was, was up there. Uh, he loves fast cars, you know, so that's his thing. Um, <laughs> So he is also like a doji driver, though, because he loves his speed. I think, yeah, Cash, Cash is probably, I'll give it to Cash. I'll give it to Cash. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe we must, do, we must have an exclusive go-karting race. The Dolphins is yeah, the like, driver's championship and all of that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, that's good. But Mungus, before you, you signed your contract with the, the Dolphins, you spent some time at the Cape Cobras. It must have been nice to also have a bit of a, 
view of how that camp operates. And I'm sure you might have picked up one or two uh, tips or techniques there that have improved your game. Um, yeah, definitely. It was it was quite strange because I've almost played for for every single franchise in the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it, it was it was. Um, I think I, mean, I was obviously at like a very interesting uh, time in my life at the time. You know, so and I think um, obviously I mean, it was tough for me to get an opportunity because the team was doing quite well at the Dolphins. Um, so I mean, to get an opportunity to play franchise career again uh, when the offer came to go and loan to the Cobras, obviously I mean I, I took it and. Um, I've been playing under Eshol, I think, is a fantastic coach technically. You know, he's helped me out with like a lot of stuff and just uh, mentally and just the way he goes about things, I think he's, he's really fantastic, you know. So um, that sort of almost like gave me like an injection again, like just to, you know, just keep going and obviously, um, yeah, just to keep me hungry again, you know. So it was mm -hmm. always like good just to go somewhere else and get like a, a fresh perspective, you know, so yeah. that's never the worst thing. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed, uh, I think I was there for about a week and a bit. I enjoyed my time there. Uh, obviously they were at a, at a difficult time um, during, during the time, because obviously I mean, they've lost like a lot of key players and they weren't playing as well, but um, it's always good to be part of a team like that because you, you get to learn and you get to see uh, how team operates when they're under pressure. Because sometimes when you win all the time, it's very, uh, hard to to see growth or hard to yeah. look for things yeah. to, to grow on, you know. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there was like a lot of good things that were going on um, at that time, even though the team was losing. But, uh, yeah, I learned like a lot from Eshel, uh, just a team environment. And, um, yeah, I never thought that I'd end up in Cape Town. But, uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> General uh, you don't want to, no, general <laughs> <practice. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, But you, if I'm not mistaken, you also spent some time at KZN in Inland. And that, that's a, a union that's doing a great job. I mean, they, they've won a lot of trophies. They're dominating. I'd, I'd say it's fair to say because they seem to be doing well. I think um, Shane Burr put a lot of things in place there. And the sim, I think the roots are stuck there. It's, it's, they're growing. They're, the union's growing. Do you enjoy your time there? must have been quite nice to be part of that franchise, so to say, because they, 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 they've got a strong winning culture, I'd say, there now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, like it, the the place actually reminded me a lot of Easterns. You know, in a in a in a way, because obviously that's the other where I grew up. Uh, and I think you know what's nice about the team that we have is that we do not necessarily have like the most talented guys, but there's like a lot of like brotherhood. You know, we mm. play so well as a team. You know, so if you chirp one guy, the whole whole team is going to come after you, you know, so it's sort of uh, the, the culture that we have, you know, and some of the culture that I think was built, obviously, with Shane being there and obviously with Yusuf being there now as coach as well, uh, which is quite nice to play for, you know, I think mm -hmm. when you you really, when you don't have like a bunch of superstars, it's actually like a good team to play for because, um, you know, you always like strive to do well all the time because you can't just sit and be complacent, you know, or rely on the next guy. You have to do the job if it's your, your opportunity to, to do so, you know. So, yeah, I've enjoyed my time. I was with them now this past week. Um, it was actually quite nice to be back with the guys as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a very, very uh, exciting, yeah, exciting, exciting team. So, yeah, we're looking forward to to, to the season. It'll be nice. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, I don't know, <clears throat> excuse me, if the Africa T20 Cup is going to be up and running again, but I mean they did they did well in that competition, so it'll be nice to see if that one's up because I think they'll do do very well there. But is it fair to say T20 is your favourite format of the game? Yeah, actually a friend of mine actually asked me that. Uh, I was driving down with them with one of my teammates in Marisburg. <laughs> you know, and it's quite it's, it's quite strange because like I always say that I prefer 48 cricket 
over T20 is nice because obviously there's like fans and you know there's power plays it's it's very entertaining um I don't know, maybe it's because like I'm just an old old school guy. You know, I love yeah. test cricket, I love four day cricket, and I think what I enjoy about four day cricket is just, you know, like the different phases of the game. You know, um, having to work hard for four days and winning the game on like day four, like yeah. the last session after tea. You know, yeah. um, and obviously, I mean, just having to celebrate like all the tough work for four days after the day's play. Uh, I think for me, there's no substitute for that. You know, um, so I do enjoy T20 cricket, but. Um, Four-day cricket for me is just um, it's just like so much more uh, meaning when you win, you know, when you win a four-day game, you know. Um, so you just get rewarded for yeah for the work we've done. Where in in T20 cricket, anyone can win, you know. Um, it's a it's a great game. I won't lie, you know, but uh, it doesn't really test uh, you as a cricketer. Um, you know, in terms of just like mentally, because in 40 creative goes through phases where you need to defend, yeah. where you need to attack, where yeah. you know, where you might need to, you know, bet before tea or after tea after lunch, you know. Um, so those challenges for me, uh, they, they're exciting. Or having to keep on a day for weekend where the ball is spinning, you know, uh, having like guys around the pad, you know, like those things for me, uh, they, they're very exciting. So I enjoy that about 40 cricket. Mm, no, it's true. And I, I'm glad that the Season got off with uh, quite a buzz. There were lots of scores, guys making runs, taking wickets. It was it was excellent. That's very very good. But I just want to touch on the Mzansi Super League, and obviously you've played in there. Um, do you feel it's gaining momentum? And is it quite an essential part of the growth in cricket for South Africa, especially of sort of bleeding young players, getting them into you know the big occasions and rubbing shoulders with experienced players? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, you you look at uh, how. Um, India has always been a, a, a team that could compete, but you look at how they've grown over the years with like the IPL and how many youngsters actually like breed into the Indian team with the IPL uh, being, you know, uh, I mean, playing with uh, or having coaching staff with like Ricky Ponting, um, you know, Sam Katic and, you know, having um, uh, Pollard there, Kieran Pollard, you having Dale Stein or Virat Kohli. As a youngster, you can only learn, you know, and uh, we've seen the fruits of uh, guys like Yanaman through the system was like the MSL because he's done well in the MSL and getting opportunities and doing quite well. Um, and I think, I mean, a guy like Sander Makala as well, you know, playing him, being one of the leading wicket takers, having to bowl with uh, Wahab Riaz um, uh, for the Cape Town Blitz, you know, those things make a massive difference. And I think it's good for cricket in South Africa, you know, um, because if you rub shoulders with those guys, you know, you can only get better, you know. And uh, Dan Christian did, you know, uh, say that, like, it's in terms of, like, talent and just uh, competitive uh, competitiveness of the league is actually quite up there with uh, the leagues that he's actually played, you know. So mm. it's actually good to hear that from uh, someone who's been around, yeah, around the world. So which means that uh, in terms of talent and ability, South Africa is up there, you know, in the world, you know. So, uh, yeah, the MSL is a great, um, yeah, great initiative and uh, hopefully can get going again. No, I'm sure, Dool. I think it's very, very important. Very, very important. But I'd say you, your favourite shot is the, the inside-out shot, eh? Over extra cover. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. You've yeah, quite a number of fixes in that area, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. There's no fielders there. There's no fielders there. There's fielders straight. There's no fielders there. Is that a shot you worked on? You, did you want to purposely be strong in it? Or again, has it just been a natural thing where you can just dip in and then inside out if it goes? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously, like, being being young um, and obviously growing up, I was never really, like, a big guy growing up, you know, so 
the the type of strength of scoring boundaries was always either like a slot sweep or like using pace on the offside. So uh, I was never really like a guy that hit straight a lot. So I sort of like developed that as as good. So it's not something I really purposefully worked on. Uh, it's just something like you know you just I just grew up like doing naturally because I just felt that there's no fielders that can hit that space there. You know, um, so it's something that um, yeah just never really thought of like working. Obviously now I do work on now and then, but uh, it does come more naturally to to me than uh, the other shots. Mm, interesting, very very interesting. Yeah, because I saw a few highlights of you. I think when you were playing for the Lions. Yeah, and you sent a couple of balls to the boundary on the inside out. It was nice to see. <laughs> really, really nice to see. <laughs> um, I guess say you're playing in Durban, four-day game, um, and it's a toss to win. Would you prefer setting a score or would you prefer chasing? Or just is it too many variables to consider? Um, I think, um, well, right now, you'd obviously want to bowl last. Uh, because it is like a little bit of, it is quite dry and it's quite warm. So uh, the wicket will spin quite a bit and it's still early season. So yeah. the wickets uh, will spin quite a bit. Mm. Uh, so you obviously do want to uh, set a score and uh, actually like ball last because it's still be like a little bit more turn, uh, which will be in favor as we've seen the past uh, the past game as well. That's exactly what happened. You know? So uh, you do want to, uh, I mean, or if you do bet, or if you do um, bet second, you want to like set like a quite a big lead, you know. So you want to make sure that uh, you're not betting last in that wicket. Interesting, very very interesting. Um, but I've also seen you do one or two um, things when you show your talent, and I want to know when are you going to be featuring on MasterChef? <laughs> I'm not sure about MasterChef. <laughs> I'm not sure about MasterChef. Uh, uh, well, I'll try my best, but I'm not sure yeah. if I'll win. <laughs> the effort will be there, but I'm not sure if I'll win. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a go, man. You mustn't be scared. You'll be, I think you'll be yeah. happy surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you also have to be honest with yourself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true, that's true. Um, you know, going back, you mentioned Ray Jennings, and it's, it's nice that he's had an influence in your life, and it's nice that there's people we can look up to but from a, a player's point of view growing up did you almost try and mold your game after someone or was it just Ray who had the biggest influence on you that helped you uh, pursue your career career um yeah I've, I've, I've always enjoyed um a good cricket, but obviously Ray is my mentor um mm. I mean even till today we speak quite often at least once a month uh yeah he's been a, a, a fantastic guy in, in, in my life in terms of not only just cricket but just like life I mean, to be to be like surprisingly he's actually taught me more about life than actually about cricket you know he's generally speak more about life than we actually do about cricket so which has been fantastic uh, I've enjoyed uh, a lot of like West Indies um, cricketers you know uh, obviously I, I, I never obviously had the opportunity to watch them back in the day because I was so young but uh, I do watch a lot of videos I like the Richards I love um, Gordon Greenwich uh, I enjoyed Desmond Haynes as well um, and um, right now, at the moment, the batters that I like, or I, I'm not sure if I'm molding my game around him, but <laughs> I enjoy watching Bujara Bat. Uh, he's, mm. he's actually surprisingly one of my, my favorite players. Virat yeah. uh, Kohli is a genius. Um, mm. I enjoy watching Virat Kohli. Um, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed Brad Haddon as well. Uh, yeah, so I've got like a lot, a lot of different, different players that I actually like, enjoy watching, to be quite honest. You know? yeah. That's excellent. And I just want to get you your thoughts on it because you mentioned the West Indies and I always, I always found them a fascinating country to watch because 
they've got so much talent on offer, so much talent. Um, but there seems to be a, just a draft towards, you know, 20 over cricket. But if they really put a lot of attention into fifth, uh, test cricket, they do so well. What do you think is the sort of factor where it makes them say, you know what, I'm just going to play 22 in cricket because I can make a career out of it. I can travel the world. But test cricket is the ultimate. You know, what's, what do you think influences them to say, after ah, 60 22 in cricket, you know, the really good players, that they could actually be for test cricket? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think, I mean, over the last couple of months, they've actually like competed nicely. They've done a right in England, you know, so which, I mean, they are like stepping in the right direction. And I think, I mean, just chatting, uh, I mean, obviously we had uh, Dwayne, Dwayne was here for a bit, so I got to like chat to him about yeah. uh, Western Indies and, and all of this stuff. And obviously for them financially, it's not really beneficial for, for them to play um, test cricket, you know, um, and I mean, if they can make millions around the world playing T20 cricket, yeah. uh, which is less time, you know, they get to travel, so they might as well yeah. do that. Um, and yeah, obviously, which I said, because obviously you do want to see those guys play, uh, but also uh, they do have families to, to look after, you know, um, and obviously, you know, you don't play cricket for your whole life, you know, so you want to make the most out of uh, the years that you're able to play. So I think that's just a thinking, uh, what could be wrong. Um, but yeah, I think for them, it's just obviously just um, financially for them, it's a, it's, a, yeah, it's a massive step. But like I said, I mean, it, it would be nice to see them play test cricket. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, well, I'm, I like, I've, you know, chatted to you guys. I'm just glad that cricket is happening again. I think it's brilliant. I think we, we lose our minds if we don't have sport to, to watch, especially cricket. So very, very grateful um, that it is up and running. But are you also quite good at another sport? Uh, golf. How's your swing going? I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm good. I'm on a sabbatical right now because it's been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on a sabbatical. Uh, yeah, like I mean, I just yeah, I started playing I think two two years ago uh, or so. Uh, yeah, it's it's like that and music. That's 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 things that I do and like my downtime. So uh, yeah, I enjoy golf. So I'm just on a sabbatical now. Uh, so I'm just watching a lot of golf videos. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I was actually quite keen to go on the course today. So maybe I'll go uh, hit a few tomorrow and see if it's still there. But I haven't played for a while, but also we've been quite busy because uh, obviously it's almost uh, se- oh, it is season time now. Um, so it's actually quite tough to find the time. Also, you do want to to rest up when um, when you do get the opportunities because the days do become long. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe I'll have a swing tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just as well you're not here yeah. in Cape Town because you wouldn't have a chance. Yeah. The wind is just going crazy. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. You'll probably like have to hit um, like a seven iron for 90 meters. At, no, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to get sort of an idea, um, you know, of, of how hectic your schedule is, if you don't mind. So obviously... Just say you play a four-day game, starts on Monday, ends on Thursday. Um, do you get the Friday off? Or are you guys back in the office on Friday, get ready for your next game? Do you get a day off? Do you get time to actually just chill a bit? Or is it quite hectic, just day after day after day after day? Um, yeah, so, yeah, so it'll be a four-day game. Thursday, you'll rest up. And then Friday, maybe you'll have, like, recovery uh, Saturday, it will be a practice session again. And then Sunday, depending if you travel or you're at home, then it will be like optionals, you know. So you'll normally on Sunday, day before a game, you'll hit, uh, well, maybe you'll play like a, a game of football as a team. Uh, and then if you want to do skills, you will, or if you want to chill out, you'll chill out, you know. So Jane Thursdays are off, uh, Friday recovery, Saturday training, and then Sunday, you just like, uh, yeah, do what you, what you need to do to be ready for the game. And when you play those games of football, are you the goalkeeper? 
Uh, well, I've been girly, but uh, my nickname is Latan. You know, uh, I call myself <laughs> Latan. There we go. <laughs> you know, so I operate in the midfield and uh, I strike as well. You know, I've got a mean, mean foot on me. I've got a mean. There we go. You know, <laughs> you know uh, but yeah, I mean, it does become quite competitive because we actually played uh, during the winter every Friday for four weeks. Um, and then we put in like 50 bucks. So whoever wins the league actually wins. Um, so it was actually quite competitive. You know, it was actually quite competitive. Don't tell me you're a Man United supporter. No, Man City. Man City. <laughs> From bad to worse. <laughs> Man City. Man City. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting dynamic. Um, you know, doing those type of things to get into a team environment, um, making sure the guys are all focused, things like that. But I'm sure you guys also spend quite a bit of time, you know, preparing mentally, knowing, you know, who you're coming up against, you know, when you've got the likes of the Titans, the Knights are seem to be in a good nick. You guys spend quite a bit of time just preparing mentally, knowing what's what's coming up? Um, yeah, we do, you know, so we'll have, um, normally we've got like a, a, a sheet where to see uh, the guys' dismissals, like where they get out most of the time, how many runs they score, where they score. <clears throat> so then we we prepare accordingly. So uh, let's say, for an example, we're playing in Joburg, like the lens, the ball is the ball, would be different to watch a ball in, in Durban. You know, uh, your scoring options would also be different, you know. Um, and I think, yeah, and uh, mentally, I think everybody's quite different. But I think for me, uh, I've, I've made an, a... a um, I've put like a lot of emphasis on like working on my mental side of the game from start of off season. So I've really worked hard on that, you know, uh, because I've always been a firm believer that if you train the brain, change the body will follow, you know, and I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a skill that we normally work hard on as sports people in general, because we always like trained physically, we always eat well, you know, we always train our skills, but we never train our mind, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, something I've put like a lot of emphasis on, uh, personally, you know, so I don't know about the other guys, but for me, it's just been a, yeah, it's just been a thing that I've, I've worked hard on over the winter. Amongst, well, I think you, you have worked hard and you must continue to do so. And I'm looking forward to seeing your name on the score sheet quite a few times and some stumpings and, and catches. It's going to be brilliant, my man. So keep working hard. Eh? <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very much. Well, it's been really nice to chat to you. Thank you for taking time to chat to us. And like I said, I know you guys are, are very busy. And your schedules are hectic as, we, as we've heard. So thank you so much, Max. Thanks very much for chatting. We appreciate it. No, no, thank you very much for having me. And uh, it's an absolute pleasure. So I hope it's not the last time. So I look forward to the, to the next one. We'll, we'll definitely chat again, 100%. Yeah. Thanks. I think thank it'll be a good one. Because, uh, you know, the 2020 cricket's going to happen again. So we, we can definitely chat about that and see, see how things go there. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Okay, thank you very much again. Cheers, cheers. Keep going.